Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to another episode of Your Life, the Mixtape. This week I am joined with probably one of the funniest, just best people that I have ever had the privilege of um following on twitter uh just a really really incredible human being um please welcome my friend geechee hello sir how are you how are you greg i'm good i'm good um so you know the the last few days you have you've posted some music trivia to the twitter timeline so i assume you are a music fan sir I am. I'm a gay, so of course I was born that way. <laughs> so what is your favorite song right now? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, before I answer that, I do want to thank you for having me on this podcast. Um, so many of my internet sisters and brothers have been on this show, and so now I feel like I've made it, so I'm really, <laughs> really happy to be here. Um, but to answer your question... Um, there's a uh, song called Bloody Samaritan by Aria Star. It's a Afrobeat, Afropop song. And I'm like really having an Afrobeat, Afropop moment right now. Okay. All right. I I like that. Uh, So go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. What were you going to say? It's just... Right now, like um, like the one dance song from like Drake a couple of years ago, and then like the um, song with Thames and Wizkid, that Essence song with Justin Bieber is like so hot. And then I started exploring for that point, and I haven't stopped since. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so we're gonna take it back a little bit. Um, what is the first song that you remember ever hearing? Oh wow. Um, <laughs> I'm going to show my age, I guess. Um, I think it's probably 1980. So I'm probably Stevie Michael Queen. No. SOS bands, uh, Take Your Time, Do It Right. Yes. That's a fantastic song. song. (laughs) Um, What is is a song that always makes you cry? Do you like a good cry? Um. I don't want people to know I cry because I think people think that I have like this really chilled, um, dark heart, and I don't want people to change that opinion of me. But if I do get in that moment, it's either about my um, brothers that have passed or my mom that has passed. And so if I say my brothers, it's probably like a song like Princess Sometimes It Snows in April. And from my mom, it's either the Maxwell or the original Kate Bush version of This Woman's Work. 
Oh my God. Yes. Yes. To both of those songs. Um, those are, those are definitely big time, like in your feelings. Yes. Songs. Um, I, I feel like though, um, the Maxwell version of this woman's work hits me harder than the Kate Bush version. Really? Yeah. And I, it's, it's something I think it's, it's all in the falsetto of his voice that like the, the minute he starts, you know, hitting those ahas in the beginning of the song, like the the lump in my throat is there and I'm like, it melts you. Yeah. It melts you. There's just a brokenness in Kate Bush's song. I mean, I like both versions and I get the sorrow from his voice and there's a longing in his voice, but her voice just sounds broken. Like she's a broken person that's barely making it. The heat just got cut off and she's just barely surviving. She, Kate Bush, Kate Bush was good for that. Um, she's, she's got a song um, called uh, running up that hill. That is yes. one, of, one, of, <laughs> one of my favorite songs of all time. Yes. Uh, what is a song that is terrible but you love it like what's your guilty pleasure song okay a few years ago i probably would have said paula abdul because i really that late 80s early 90 moment for her was like really big for me then but now i listen to her music and i'm like oh this is awful <laughs> but there's this song from eric carmen who's a disgusting human being called hungry eyes and it's like yep. the most evasive earworm of all time. You can't get it out of your set, out of your head. And when it starts in your head, it does not go away. And it keeps coming back in and in and in. And it just won't go away. And, and, and now it's stuck in my head. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That's probably a hate crime. <laughs> uh, what's funny is um, our friend uh, from Twitter, Elian, that song... Her that song was actually her answer to this question as well. Really? Yeah. See, we're both angry. See, angry can be funny and angry can be good. Yep. What is the best song to sing in the shower? I I can't sing. So I do attempt to sing. Like I've been on road trips with friends. I just did one earlier this year with, with one of my friends from college and I feel like I have to represent all those thick bear daddies that can't sing when I'm in the shower. So I go in there to wash my bodies. And then like, I think of these like big sweeping ballads, like the Aretha ones, the Tina Gladys Babs, Whitney, Mimi, Celine, but, but Donna Summer has a song on her um, Donna Summer live, or maybe it was a Divas live called Conte Portito. And I just sing it from the top of my chest, patting on my chest, like bruising my ribs and my sternum. But I sing it from the top of my chest and I feel like it's just everything. And it's just everything. Yes, That's, that is the correct answer to that question. Yes. Any, any Donna Summer number is going to be a shower song. Absolutely. Um, MacArthur Park is actually mine. Ah, so slutty. Yeah. <laughs> what is the song that best summarizes what love is? Okay. So 
there was a point in my life where I had a twisted view of what love is. And it's probably until like my 30. So like my teens until my 30s. And that's like George Michael's One More Try. Songs like Anthony and the Johnson's Fistful of Love or Macy Grace um, song Still. Oh, that's a good one. So they're all like a young person falling in love with somebody that's older that's not right for them because the people they really love aren't for them. And then there's like bad situations with these people that they're with. Um, so that's like the young part of my life. And then now that I'm like, I guess a little bit more settled down and I've finally been domesticated, I probably would say something like Al Jarreau's We're In This Love Together. Oh, yes. Yes. So I'm like, yeah, I've been to Sorrow Thing and now I'm like kind of mellowed out a little bit. Um, but yeah, Al's song is like everything. Um, I was in Publix the other day. Um, okay. I just had to run and uh, grab a couple of things and I was headed to the checkout and that song came on and I walked Ooh. around the grocery store until the song was over. It's like a slow dance. Song. Like I've only slow danced like a few times in my life, but it's like, I really want to slow dance with a guy and like to that song. That's awesome. On the opposite end um, of that question, what is the best song about a breakup? Oh, this is easy. This should be unanimous and everybody you ever asked this for to the end of time. Nothing compares to you. The Sinead O'Connor's version. Like it is, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. That's, yes. Um, I, I completely agree. Um, also, you know, we, we have to include, um, after, after we lost Prince, um, the estate released his demo of that song. Yes, it's good. And it it's is good. just as gorgeous. Yes. Yes. Oh, God. I miss him. I do too. And, you know, I, I feel like with, with her version, you know, you immediately recall the video and just that iconic, like beauty shot of just her face and she's singing. And at one point there's the one tear and just every, every, it, it, it's perfect in its simplicity. Yes. It's like, I, I, from what I've heard, like try to shop it around to like Patty and Luther and all these different types of singers and her just stripping the song down and like letting the emotions like rip her soul out was, oh my God, it's gorgeous. Yeah. What is a song that you once loved, but listening to it now, you realize that it's terrible? Okay, I mentioned her already beforehand. I mean, she's a really good dancer. I mean, she wears beautiful gowns. Um, <laughs> but Paula Abdul, I can't with her. Her song Rush Rush is so tepid. It's so awful. I mean, Keanu Reeves is like cute, but like the song is awful. Like she sings in one key. She can't really do anything with her voice. She can dance though, beautiful gowns, um, but it's so cheesy. It's yeah. so cheesy. It's like something I imagine Selena Gomez remaking. She, you know, yes, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel that. I just, Paula was one of those that like, you know, ballads were, were, were not her strong suit. Yes. Um, 
like you know the fun like real poppy numbers like that was that was her in the cartoon cat that was those were her yes DJ even a cheesy one even a cheesy one um vibology i don't know if you remember that song yeah it was done on a uh um uh lip sync for your life on rupaul's drag race and it was so sexy i didn't remember it being that sexy but the ballads are awful oh jesus yeah like um promise of a new day that's that's a fun little you know bouncy clean the house type yes yes What is the greatest song from a film soundtrack? I really want to say a song from Glitter to piss Renee off, but (laughs) because she's a big Whitney stan. I love Whitney. I just love Mariah Moore. And I, Prince is my favorite artist of all time. So those would be easy to say. But when I lived in this hellhawk older land and I worked for um, the mouth for Disney, there was a, I was in love with the Coyote Ugly soundtrack. And there was a song, um, God, what was it called? Mary Griffin's We Can Get There, the Thunderpuss remix. Yes. It gave me my life. It gave me my life. Like, I would, like, in the Parliament House, windows down, roof open, and just get my life going to the Parliament House, listen to that song. I, you know, the Coyote Ugly soundtrack, if you remove the like two or three Leanne Rhymes tracks. Right. It's it's a pretty solid soundtrack. It is. You know, but you 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 put those, you know, nothing against Leanne Rhymes. Um actually no everything against Leanne Rhymes because she stole that one in <laughs> Um but, but it was a fine man though. Yeah, but <laughs> anyway, that's apples and oranges um, <laughs> but like she it, it just i don't know it just it didn't it didn't work it, yeah. it, it worked in the film i would have left those songs off the soundtrack so you didn't catch the moonlight uh no i closed the curtain <laughs> trying to sleep <laughs> what television show has the best theme song I don't like the show Good Times. And I know some of the people might try to cancel my black card, but I don't care. I really like shows that were a little bit more campy, like Facts of Life and Living Single. But I feel like if I don't say the Jeffersons, I'm going to get hurt. So I'm going to say the Jeffersons. Okay. That's, I mean, it, it is an iconic television theme song. It is probably it is. one of the more memorable television theme songs. But I really so, like the facts of life and I like Living Single too. Those are also those are also very good answers. Um, and you know what? I will let you have all three of them. I appreciate that. What is the song that you have to dance to whenever it comes on? How many songs can I name? I'll give you three. Okay, three. Oh, I have like five in mind. Okay. Let's do, let's I, do five then. Okay. Starting with disco, Sylvester's Menergy. Excellent. Yes. Um, also, disco, um, I Feel Love. Yes. That is um, correct. <laughs> Mimi had 
a song remix. Um, goodness, with the two verses, Heartbreaker. There's a okay. sample that uses um, Val Young's "If You Should Ever Be Lonely." It is so hot. I it is I so hot. That yeah. Um, Robin's dancing on my own, Absolutely. which is like a dancey heartbreak song. Yes, but my jam, like probably my jam, is like Queen Rihanna's "Only Girl in the World." Like it is what's playing when I used went to the gym before this COVID shit. I would play that in the gym. And like pump so hard. I know these guys didn't know what the hell I was listening to. And it was Riri, like giving me my life where I could get my energy to get that weight up. I love that. That's, that's it. That's a like that song in like a for real club coming yes. through like for real club speakers where you feel every vibration of the bass in your bones. In your bones and to your soul. Yes. Nothing will match that. Yes, yes, yes. What is the song that means the most to you? Um, Not necessarily because of the song itself, but more because of the memories you have attached to it. Okay. Um, Not for the song itself, but because of the memories. Um, I'm going to piss Phil's off now. I'm going to say Tony Braxton's Breathe Again. I I remember the song that I first had like relations with women the first time in college and I remember the song with Guy and it was that song, Valentine's Day, 1994 and it has like stuck in my head. It's such a longing and beautiful and romantic song. I I just love it. Yeah, I... Um, I was, I had a conversation with a friend once and we figured out that there is a Tony Braxton and a Jill Scott song for every situation that you will ever find yourself in. They were, um, like, because like one was like college for me and then the other one was like post-college trying to figure this work thing out. Don't like what I'm at. Like they were the soundtrack for my life for a while. It was like Tony and then it went to Jill Scott until I finally, I guess, started to figure it out. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to see if I can dig out, like, because we made a list of, like, big lifetime moments and, like, had oh. song. I'm going to see, I'm, I'm going to have to see if I can find it because that would make a killer playlist. That would be awesome. So, Gun to Your Head, what is a song that you can sing every word to without messing up? It's the Tony Braxton song, Breathe Again. It's like, it's love, love season for me. But there's so many songs. Like, I feel like I know the words, like every song that's in the club, every time it plays. I know all the Britney songs. I know all the Christina songs. I know all the Diana Ross songs. But like, Breathe Again is like the part of the song that's not in that mold that I know word for word. Okay. Um, You know, now that you've you've mentioned um you know breathe again and then like all the songs that play in the club it occurs to me that you know breathe again is highly underutilized by drag queens everywhere yes well they don't do slow songs as much they used to but see like sometimes like Sometimes you just you just want a good drag queen and a good fucking ballad. Yes. Like 
gorgeous gown, big old hair, dripping in jewels. Like, I'm going to have to call some friends that's, and make that happen. <laughs> that's why we love, what is her name that's from Florida? Um, season four of Drag Race. Roxy? She was so soulful. Uh, not, is it season four? Yeah, season. Who won season four? Season four. Did Sharon win season four? Yeah, Sharon won season four. Um, so I think oh, she Latrice. was uh, Latrice. Latrice. Latrice Royale. Yes. I mean, it's just so cool. I, I remember the drag queens in Charleston. Um, God bless the dead, Miss Edie Holiday. She would just come out there, and all these other girls are doing songs with backflips and everything else, all the Janet songs, the Deborah Cox songs. And she would just come out there and do a, a ballad from Aretha and just bring the house down. And it's just so soulful and sensual. There, like, there will never be a more moving and iconic lip sync for your life than Latrice pregnant in in that pregnancy yes. suit yes. doing natural yes. woman. Like, <laughs> yes, like never in all the seasons of that show that I've watched has has, has there been like just like everything <sighs> stopped and you were like this is this is a moment mesmerizing it was just mesmerizing oh my gosh that was beautiful she 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 understood every inch of that assignment mm-hmm. yes she did what is the song that reminds you of home oh ooh. okay this is going to probably be the cheesiest song of all cheesy songs i picked Billy Ocean's Caribbean Queen. Oh, that is like tune. Yes. <laughs> it was like, I think it came at 85, 86, maybe 84, somewhere around that time period. Um, and I remember around Christmas times, all of my sisters and my brothers would all sleep together um, waiting for Christmas. And like we would get up early and like listen to music. And it was like that song dancing around in our underwear, like oblivious to the world. And it just made us so happy. It reminds me of the, the happiest times with them. That's that's amazing. That's I mean, you know, nothing nothing tops like a good Billy Ocean track. Like <laughs> I love it. Just that 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 good hit of nostalgia. Yes, I miss the eighties. I mean, we had like the best generation of music that decade was awesome it really was what is the sexiest song uh, it, it's prince and prince alone so adore insatiable scant no do me baby like when he hits that falsetto note all i think of is like nasty conclusions i didn't know what it was about when i was younger but like the moment I got in college and started having those things happen, it was just like, oh, this is everything. Yes. Like, oh, oh. And only like him, as far as male singers, only like him, Prince, oh, I said Prince, Drake, George Michael, um, Maxwell, Marvin have that type of effect. There's a lot of female singers that do really sexy songs, but like there aren't many male singers that they do really sexual songs. Yeah. 
what is a song that you most relate to? Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna go back since like most of my life is still before I was 30. That George Michael Faith album, the song One More Try was like everything I was going through during that time. I was in high school. I knew that I liked guys, but like the guys that I liked, I knew were not like me. And then the guys that were like me, I didn't want to be like, I knew everybody knew that. So I knew that was going to like cause problems. So I was in like the scared place of like wanting to be me, but not wanting to be me. And then like getting attention from older people that were like gross. And I didn't want that attention. Um, but it literally like that older person trying to teach you, trying to tell you something, but you're like longing for others. That song is, it's, it just encapsulates that time for me. That's a fantastic song. I love that song. I love that whole album. The album is everything. What is the song that defined your generation? Okay, I think that the artist that like spans the most time of our generation as far as like, and it's also still here. I'm going to say Janet. And I'm going to say, oh, goodness. Maybe Control. Yeah, I, I feel like, like, Whitney was there for a moment. Mariah was there for bits and pieces. Grunge was only for a bit of time. I feel like Janet, like, encapsulates the entire span. She was around the 70s. She was big in the 80s. She was big in the 90s. Started off in the 2000s. She was still a factor. And then, like, now we're realizing this woman is, like, a top 10 artist of all time. And we're acting like she's, like, a nobody. She's so underrated. That is correct. What song is objectively the greatest ever written? Aretha Franklin's I Never Loved a Man, hands down. That is the correct answer to this question. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, Didn't she sing? Yeah. Oh, she put, <laughs> she put, put her whole foot in a song. Yes. That is, yeah what is the song that you've listened to the most i know this because like uh youtube music gave me like my yearly list of songs i listen to the most i actually listened to over the last five years and i don't know why high fives i like the way the kissing game I would really? have never thought that's a song that I listened to the most, but for whatever reason, I've listened to it the most. And it's like double the second song. So I don't know why I listen to it so much, but I listen to that song so much. That's not a bad song. So Oh, I, mean, I like the song. It's just like, of all the songs of that period, that's the song you keep going back to. And it's like, yeah, I guess I do. Yeah, it's like when, when your Spotify Wrapped comes out and they're like, your most played song is this. And like this year, I think mine was like something by Dua Lipa. And I went, wait, what? <gasps> well, that's not bad. I mean, she's no, having no, no, a no. big pop moment. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. But it was like, and then I remembered that um, it's it's on a playlist for something that that I listen to a lot. 
Okay. So it, it made sense in, in that. What is um, the worst song you've ever heard? Every single novelty song ever written, ever recorded, and ever distributed. I mean, Macarena, Gung Hum Style, Getting Jiggy With It, the catch-up songs, those songs came from hell. They need to return <laughs> to hell and never return. That is that is completely fair. I will, Aren't those I, ones awful? Yes, yes, they are. Um, I remember. <laughs> I can remember getting jiggy with it being played at like school dances and Ugh. like all the all the all the white people badly doing it. <laughs> like no 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 no. Oh, I don't yeah. do that. Yeah. And the original song was so good. He's um he's my favorite. Was it? He's my favorite dancer from Sheep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was a hard song. This is like, uh, you gentrified it. But it was, you know, it was that, it was that time when like every song had to be sampled. Yes. You know, we can we can blame Diddy for that one too. Yes, that was his doing. I believe he's Lucifer. I believe he's music's <laughs> Lucifer. So, yeah. What is your theme song? Well, I think the obvious answer is the Wonder Woman theme song, but no, I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid. <laughs> um, I sometimes think that I'm like the 16 to 18 year old in St. Pete dancing at house parties. And there's a song I play, like every time we have a family get together and my sisters are like, why are you playing this heathenistic music? And it's like um, Prince Brahim's Pull It All The Way Down. And okay. I just feel like, I'm 18 again, and it's like this booty bounce music, and it's knowing that I'm like almost 50, and my back's falling apart. But yeah, I wouldn't like that to play at my funeral. And then people <laughs> say, "Oh, this this whore was a hot mess from birth to death." That's you know what? That's a hell of a going out song. <laughs> what is the song that you always put on a playlist? Is this a slow mixtape or a party mixtape? Uh, let's do let's do one of each. Okay. If it's a slow mixtape, I'm probably either gonna say the Isleys between the sheets or Princess Do Me Baby, like I said beforehand. And okay. if it's a dance song, Riri's only girl in the world, maybe Mark Morrison's Return of the Mac or Mary J. Blige's Real Love. Like those are. I want to cut the floor when I hear those songs. That's, I mean, that's, that's five, like, fucking bangers. Like, that, those, yes. those five songs you could put on any fucking playlist and, like, it would, the party would start. That would be. Yes. I miss clubs and bars so much. Yeah. I do, too. Oh. I, I thought about that the other night. I was like, God, I just want to go dancing. But I yes, mean, not not now, not no, not now. Like I no. like breathing. Like I think breathing is a great thing. Yeah, yeah. Like not with not with the Comic Con virus <laughs> all over the place. And, like so, you've died. Oh no! And you're at the gates of heaven. And at the gates of heaven. They're making a mixtape of your life. 
what is the song that opens that mixtape? Okay. I know for a fact that three of my exes have Kelly Clarkson's Beautiful Disaster as the ringer for me. I think it's a little bit shady. I think it's a a little bit shady. And I can be a mess. But I would assume that they would be there and they would all say, yeah, he was a disaster. Cute disaster, but he was a disaster. And that's probably what would be the theme of the funeral. That um, on, I believe, at the end of her Breakaway album. Yep, last song. It is the last song. And it's live. And it is absolutely fucking gorgeous it's stunning it is stunning um i was i was fortunate enough to um see her in concert after shortly how was she shortly after like her first album came out okay um and the version of beautiful disaster that is heard at the end of the breakaway album was recorded the night that I saw her in concert. Oh, that would have been a moment. Yeah. And she, I'm so glad she's blown up. Yeah. She, she used to, that used to be the encore. Um, and then, you know, she went on to do bigger and better things. Um, but I will, I will always remember that night. Oh, that's a great moment. It really was. So um, we have come to the end of the episode. And, oh, this was so fun. <laughs> and at the end of the show, uh, you, if you would like, um, you, if there's anything that you would like to plug or, you know, anything the listeners should be looking out um for from you if you want to drop your social media handles i you are more than welcome to do that um this is your chance to gas yourself up and plug yourself and all that good jazz i love it okay well i'm on the twitter um i'm also on other social media platforms but i barely use them (laughs) on twitter i am geechee the number four yo y-o daddy all one word um I am a hot mess at times, but I try to bring knowledge and just random facts and random loves. Um, you and both of and the other Greg, we should all do something together because we're all like really funny and really smart and really gay. Um, <laughs> yes. Be, hopefully we'll have you do a space that Tiff, my uh, internet sister, um, and I are doing, I believe in January on comedy and politics, along with some other very funny people that are on the Twitter. And then on no, December 27th, we're doing our first Freaky Monday. Um, so just talking about your things that make you hot and the things that don't. <laughs> um, so we're going to let our freak flags fly. Um, outside of that, I'm just excited for all the media things that so many people that are so wonderful on Twitter are doing. I'm excited to see what Kenny's going to do next and what Sean Tate's going to do next. And Dr. C and my other internet sister, uh, Renee, I'm so glad to see her starting to venture out into these spaces. Um, And I'm glad to see that you're doing all these things. I think that there are 
so many of us that are talented and I want to see all of us win and all yeah. of us eat. I, I absolutely agree. Um, Shantae was on uh, my flagship podcast, uh, Don't Make This Weird, a couple of weeks okay. ago. And then um, Dr. C is on uh, in next month. She's on in like like two weeks, I think. Um, she's coming. Oh, she brings so, the fire. Yeah, like I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm very, very excited. Um, my talk with Shantae was fantastic. Um, so everybody should check that out. Everybody should follow Gigi on Twitter. Um, we love it. And definitely... Definitely check out uh, the spaces that he hosts uh, with Tiff and Renee. Um, I, I popped into the one about Christmas and it was, it was just a fun holiday vibe. Um, so I look forward to the one in January about uh, coping with politics, with uh, comedy. That will be a lot of fun um, because I know some of the people that are coming to it coming to speak on it um and they are they are fantastic um <laughs> thank you so so much for being here um this thank evening. you my brother i appreciate it um it has been an absolute pleasure it has been an honor to have you um come and talk to me about music for a little while i, nice I love little- and hope to do it again yeah, nice little nice little break from um, talking politics for a little while. Oh, I'm over politics right now, so <laughs> I'm so happy to talk about something else. And I'm, I'm tired of talking about numbers. That's what I do at work. So, like something like music is just a release. But yeah, anytime uh, you want to come back, or if you want to do one of the other shows, um, just give me a shout, and I'm, I'm I will I will find somewhere for you. Oh, I love it! I made it. <laughs> And that's it for this week's episode of Your Life, the Mixtape. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, or follow the show wherever get wherever you get your podcast, so you don't miss an episode. Uh, if you enjoy this show, leave us a five-star review on your favorite app so more people can hear the show and we can keep making episodes. If you didn't enjoy the show, ignore everything that I've just said and have a lovely day. <laughs>